0: and I am your host, Tony Ramos. Happy Cinco de Mayo Day. That's where our great opening came from. Done by yours truly. First, before we get this thing kicked off, I want to say like, share, subscribe, support, follow, download, you know, all of those things that you're supposed to do to help people when they have a podcast. You should do those things. Share this with your buddies because it's a great podcast. I keep you entertained. At least I do my best. With it being Teacher Appreciation Week, of course, it's only right that I have another teacher on. So me and Coach Maddie chatted up. We have a good time. Like I said before, like, share, post, follow, you know, all those great things. And without further ado, the Living Numbers Podcast, Episode 9. Hello, everyone. I have the distinct pleasure of doing this podcast with a great, wonderful, caring, loving person from the Texas Southern University, the only tiger with a real bite. Your number three hitter and best third baseman in the greater Houston area. And although she looks like a student, she's a future mentor and teacher of the year. Everyone, I introduce to you the Coach Maddie. Say hello.
1: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) No, how's it going everybody?
0: Okay, Thank so I kid you all not. We've been doing this probably I don't know forty. How long have we been sitting here?
1: A, a good thirty minutes, if thirty. Not,
0: not way more than thirty. It's okay. four forty-five.
1: Okay, definitely forty-five, at least.
0: At least, what time did we leave school?
1: Three thirty something.
0: <laughs> so we got here. We sh- you know you shoot the breeze a little bit, and we've been trying to figure out this whole setup because you know me i'm just a you know a rookie uh podcaster trying to figure this thing out
1: yeah right
0: <laughs> so we are going to get this thing kicked off with a wonderful teacher story since it is teacher appreciation week
1: yeah i'm happy teacher appreciation to all the fellow teachers out there
0: yes i appreciate my fellow teachers And all the bull crap and great times that we go through at our respective schools and districts.
1: Facts, (laughs) absolute facts.
0: No, uh, I love being a teacher. It's a lot of fun most of the time, Uh, but just like any job, you have your, you know, the stuff you feel like is unnecessary. I remember working at, um, like working construction, we had that kind of stuff too. And working at the bank, I've had that kind of stuff. And then, so, like, have you ever had any job that remotely compares to teaching in any way?
1: No. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I was working at a physical therapy clinic Mm. for a while, and it was really fun, but a lot. I mean, the paperwork aspect. Right. It's kind of on the same level.
0: Okay. But. There are some people who like paperwork. Those people are not here.
1: No, <laughs> not at all.
0: We just do it because we have to to get to the good stuff.
1: We do it because we love our
0: jobs. Oh yeah, definitely. I chose to be a teacher, and a lot of people they're like, "Well, shoot, I' ain't got nothing else to do. I guess I could be a teacher." <laughs> You're like, "Wait, what? They just want those summers and those uh those holidays.
1: I mean, I gotta
0: admit, it's gonna be pretty nice. It is. It is. And so we're going to kick this wonderful episode off with the number 7. And that's 7 a.m. to be exact. And I'm gonna tell y'all a little story here. I get to school, 7 a.m.-ish. Of course I get there before 7. Ish. Of course. And I'm walking and I see this kid. And... Uh, he's walking the wrong way in the hallway. So I'm like, hey, you know, turn around, you know, go back the other way. And he is not having it. He's like, man, it's too early for this bleep. I'm like, ah, oh, man, here we go. I said, you know what? It is too early. <laughs> so just follow the rules, do what you're supposed to do, and we can keep this thing moving. Ah, oh, man, you on this? It's 7 a.m. Which is which is where we got our number. And I go, okay, young man, go ahead and turn around, walk the correct way. And so at this point, we're walking because I have to get to my classroom. And he goes into the restroom. He's like, man, shut up. Yeah. No,
1: he didn't.
0: Yeah, that's what he said. So I said, what? What you say? I felt like my dad because that's one of his <laughs> things. I felt like I sounded just like him. Shout out to my dad. And so I'm like, you know what? You're not going to catch me slipping today. Because a couple of weeks ago, some kids were being, uh, they had some choice words. And it's easy. And this is not just with kids, but with anyone. When they get to 10, you're like, hold on, wait a second. You're not going to outdo me. At least that's how I think sometimes. Which is the wrong way. So I'm like, okay, they, they're trying to catch me. They're trying to catch me off guard. It's early. I haven't eaten yet. Okay, I just I just got out the car listening to my, my Jesus music. Okay, let's keep this thing in perspective. So him actually going to the restroom probably helped. So he walks out. I say, you know what? Come on, young man. We could do this the easy way or the hard way. And I felt like Denzel in training day where he goes, Do you know what he says? Coach Maddie's shaking her head.
1: No, because I definitely haven't seen Training Day. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I'm bad with movies.
0: Okay. Now, I know the people out there who have seen Training Day. And Denzel gives everybody two options. Do you want to go to jail or you want to go home? Okay, so I felt like Denzel at this moment. (laughs) So I said, you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? The easy way is you can walk with me. You can tell me your name. You can apologize and we can talk this thing out. The hard way is I could take it to the office. You know, you could get in trouble. You go to ISS for two days. What you want to do? And most, I mean, the whole time, and we're still walking and talking at this point. The kid is just not, but he's just like, ah, man, you know, this is, this is some bull, man. I can't believe we're doing this this early. And, you know, he's kind of complaining. So we get to a point where I'm like, hold on, young man, please just stop walking. I said, I don't know what you're going through, okay? I'm trying to set an example. Because I could have easily just gone off on you, and I could we could have stormed off, and we could have did this whole song and dance. But I'm trying to be an example. I'm trying to do the right thing, okay? If you would have caught me two weeks ago, it wouldn't probably wouldn't have been like this. But I said, first off, what is your name? So the kid tells me his name. I'm like, okay, Mr. So-and-so. I'm Mr. Franklin. And... You know the reason why I'm stopping you. It is too early for you to be disrespectful. I agree it's too early for this. You know, so, you know, I give him a stern talking to him. I'm like, oh, you owe me an apology. So, apologize right now. And then, you know, I can send you on your merry little way. Make sure you fix your attitude. I don't want to have this conversation again. So, he apologizes. He goes on his merry little way. We don't have to go see the AP or none of that crazy stuff. And so, it just got me to thinking that at any point in time, you could get caught off guard. Like, not just with kids, but with anybody. I'm like, wait, you told me to shut up? So, coach, look, this is what I did. Because I also tell my students about these kind of stories that I have with these kids. And I asked the kid, I said, how old are you? He's like, 17. 17. I said, what if a five-year-old told you, hey, shut up and get out of my face?
1: God, what you going to do?
0: And so they were like, oh, yeah, I I would be hot. (laughs) So I'm like, exactly. Right? I'm 31, about to be 32. I'm like 15 years older than all of y'all in here, even the oldest ones. Okay, so that's how it feels. So you can't get caught off guard. OK, you just got to be on top of it. Coach Myrick. you got this look on your face like, man, I would have put that kid in the headlock.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I haven't had any experiences like that yet. Mm-hmm. And I know I will, but I don't know if it's the virtual learning or what right, it is right. that but I just haven't had any kids approach me like that or been put in a situation like mm-hmm. that yet so I'm just kind of thinking about how I would handle it
0: and a lot of times the two times I've gotten to it with kids this year they're not even in my class <laughs> they're just kids in the hallway you random. Know, random kids that I don't know I'm like hey what's the deal like you're not gonna talk to me like that and so and even when the kids they may try to disrespect another teacher especially the women i'm like i always back them up so if i had some people that like uh oh, you know the teacher was like hey take your hood off in the in the uh, in the hallway in the in the school take your hood off and they keep walking so i'm like nah we're not about to let this fly so i'll stop them hey take the hood off you know i don't have a problem You know, stepping to people. Because somebody, you know, just like,
1: ah. Yeah. (laughs) "Ah, Just let them go. Like, I don't want to
0: deal with that. So, you know, it's just the respect factor that's really big. When I feel like I'm being disrespected, that's when my blood starts to boil. I'm like, you're not about to disrespect me. Yeah. You're 14. You're
1: 14.
0: You're a child. (laughs) Your mom still pays for your clothes. Literally. You could not get to school without without mommy and daddy driving you in a Mercedes. So, (laughs) hey, I'm not hating on the Mercedes. Shout out to all the people who drive Mercedes. I wish I did. (sighs) The maintenance.
1: Yeah. I tried to get one, but my dad.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Okay, story time.
1: Oh. No, I just, when I got my new car, a couple, this wasn't even a year ago, Mm -hmm. I got my new car, I was like, I want a Mercedes or I want an Audi Ooh. I was like why not if it's my own money and my dad was like no you're still too young you need something that you're not gonna have to pay for hey, shout and out to pops I know I know he always gets me right but we I still some... want a truck
0: <laughs> so you wanted a Mercedes truck
1: yes but now I want an actual truck
0: oh like a F-150 like a pickup or something. truck yeah shout out to the people driving pickup trucks I won't be driving one but I want to be you so in this same week right teacher appreciation week this kid and we have a class where they have to make flowers and give them to people did you receive did you receive some flowers no Uh oh no i didn't i'm jealous (laughs) (laughs) so i got flowers from this kid i never expected to get flowers from i'm like wait what what are you doing here um, you know, Mr. Franklin here. You know, we had to make these flowers and give them to people. Here you go. I'm like, what? Okay, thank you. So Must we talked. Be nice. Well, the kid's not even in my class anymore. Nope. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the kid's not in my class anymore. So I'm like, oh, well, thank you. So, in the same week, you could get these great things happen and people appreciate you and they show their appreciation. And then you got some kid who doesn't even know you still. Just so inflammatory.
1: (laughs) Inflammatory. Inflammatory.
0: The remarks. Like, I wish I would have told the teacher to shut up. Like, it would have been the end. It would have been the end. Nothing would have happened after that. The whole screen would have went black.
1: (laughs) Sorry, life flashed before your
0: eyes. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, not blatantly. You know, you say shut up under your breath, you know, when you're walking away. Yeah. After they chastise you, you, mm, But they don't hear it. Mm. Exactly. So that was a little uh, teacher stuff for you all since you do have two teachers on who love their jobs. Love. Love. No boost. All caps. All caps. At underscore Tony Rambles underscore. Follow me on Instagram. So, uh, Coach Mark, first year teaching.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot, but it's been a lot more fun than I expected.
0: Ooh, to tell.
1: I mean, just the relationship with my mm. kids has been amazing. It's like, I know I can be someone that, you know, they talk to and they want to bring their stuff to. It's like, I can be their friend with still being an authority figure. Right. So.
0: Because that's always like a fine line. Very fine. Yeah.
1: Very fine line, but you got to make it known.
0: Right. I mean, and for the people out there uh, who don't know what we look like, we both look pretty young. Very young. Yeah, so...
1: And not intro, talking about me looking like a student. (laughs) He's not lying.
0: We both look young, and so sometimes the kids feel like you're younger than you are, and then... They may toe that line with respect, even in a fun way, where they may may try to, like, make fun of your name or something like that. And you go, oh, wait a second. Let's, no, we're not doing that. Let's okay. cut that off right there. Back up. Exactly. And you got to be stern and all that great stuff, which, you know, you, you got to learn to be, because if you don't... Uh, it's going to be a long long road.
1: I'm still learning.
0: So like what's your favorite part of teaching so far?
1: Um I would say getting to see students accomplish different things. Mm. Having students who may have you know struggled a little bit here and at the end of the year they're like, "Oh yeah, I got that." Yeah. Like that that feels good. It feels really good. But, and like I said, just the relationship that I have with them and being able to talk about the nitty gritty sometimes Mm -hmm. and then, you know, trusting me with some of that.
0: Right. I mean, you haven't mentioned softball at all. Not one time.
1: I mean, (laughs) it's pretty great too. The coaching is pretty great too. So
0: coach Maddie, so you played softball. Let's get a little background for our listeners.
1: Alright, alright.
0: So you play softball at TSU. I Texas did. Southern. No. Not to be mistaken. The oh, Texas here go. Southern University. Alright.
1: The. Gotta gotta put the V and the pause.
0: Oh. The
1: Okay, it doesn't have to be that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see how long I could get away no, with
1: <laughs> No. You just lost it.
0: I lost it. We're like, what are we talking about again? Okay.
1: But yes played softball at the Texas Southern University, um, starting third baseman. Okay. I did red shirt for my freshman year, Mm -hmm. took my time, got to where I needed to be, started every year after that. Okay. Um, got a couple little accolades here and there. Oh, detail, detail. (laughs) Um, I was the Southwestern Athletic Conference Freshman of the Year. Nice. Um... I, my last year, it was SWAC All Tournament at our conference tournament um, in Alabama.
0: See, I could have used this stuff for the intro. You're like, oh, I've never done anything. I
1: mean, what you said was pretty good. (laughs) I think
0: so. But
1: I was also nominated for NCAA Woman of the Year. What? Yeah. (laughs) It was all D1 athletes from across the country.
0: Man. And I was nominated for Teacher of the Year. I thought I was something.
1: That is something. <laughs> she got a. That's amazing. You got a
0: national nomination.
1: Okay. I didn't get very far, but. It's okay. I got a whole article written about me. Oh.
0: Okay. We have a legend here on the podcast.
1: No, not a y'all legend. Y'all go look
0: her up. We'll post something on social media so y'all can see how young we look. They're like, oh man, look at those young people. Oh, well. Y'all know how I look already. I post a, a set photo.
1: I got some stories about looking young. Uh-oh. Yeah. I got yelled at by a teacher. <laughs> for walking the wrong way in the hallway.
0: <laughs> it wasn't me.
1: No, it wasn't. But she was yelling at me like, ma'am, you need to go. You need to turn around. You need to go the other way. And I just kept walking. I didn't think she was talking to me. <laughs> And I get right up there next to her, and she grabs my arm, and she goes, ma'am, you need to go the other way. And I said, um, I'm a teacher. And she's like, oh, well, have a good day.
0: Dang, no sorry? No. Yo, all right, for all the teachers out there, like, you can't be so disrespectful. (laughs) That's one thing that we, you know, like, if somebody did it to me when I was in high school, they probably would have been sending an email or calling my dad or something because I just... You know, that's kinda too far. Yeah. My dad would go, "Don't nobody put their hands on my kids." I don't care what they do. So, yeah, I kind of stuck with that. Like, "Ah, nobody could touch me." Nope. Haha.
1: <laughs> Mom was the same way.
0: We just got to be nicer, like, you know, and then and then when the kid goes crazy, then you can kind of put your foot down. You don't want to touch anybody though, so.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm one of you.
0: Okay. Yeah, I work here.
1: <laughs> Do you see this ID badge?
0: You got to, like, wear it on your forehead.
1: Right. You
0: I got that them. when I was a substitute, when I would go to different campuses. Like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, are you lost? Do you, it's, you know, the bell has rang already. Why are you not in class? I'm like, well, this is the off period for my, my the class that I'm teaching. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, going to the restroom. I am lost, but, you know, I'll, I'm working I, here. I am
1: also lost. Yes,
0: I am Teacher here today. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was expecting that, but the teacher you're talking about was just like, all right, get out of here. She just kind
1: of thinks she might have been a little bit embarrassed by it and was like, no.
0: They're like, keep the change. You feel the animal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as teachers, right, let's segue this thing. Eventually, we want to retire. Somewhere, maybe in the United States, maybe not. So I came across this cool article that I shared with my wonderful guest today, where this couple, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Our number is 100K. They bought a house for $100,000 in, where was it? Italy. Italy. Wow. That's always like one of those places where you imagine that it's so nice and it's, food everywhere
1: it's dreaming
0: <laughs> so this couple bought a house in italy and they didn't even go see the house they had a contact over there that would help them with like video calls and stuff right so that got me to thinking where would i want to retire of course me and my wife and baby carter is on the way next month baby and hopefully one more then you know we gotta i guess i gotta get fixed cut it off whoa
1: (laughs) get it out no more
0: wow i wasn't expecting that (laughs) y'all okay so i'll get fixed after the next one we'll just call it that uh but no cutting will be involved.
1: I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about <laughs> <like> cut you <laughs> off.
0: This is From the terrible. children. We are off the rails. Apparently. Off the rails. Okay, so. Retirement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Okay. Sounds too good to be true right now.
0: Yes, we're so far from retirement. So far. And... My wife and I have talked about this often because we lived in China for a year. So it kind of got us to thinking, like, okay, we don't have to live in the United States. We don't have to retire in the United States. We can kind of make plans to be somewhere else. So I actually already have a list of countries. Do you? I do. Because we've looked this up. We've done extensive research.
1: Extensive research on retirement. Well,
0: we watched a lot of YouTube videos. That makes sense. That's (laughs) that's the research right there. And they did the research for us. Okay, so these are the top countries. And so this was based on like standard of living, cost of living, Mm -hmm. um, home prices, Maybe having some retirement work to do, location, all of these things were taken into account. Now, of course, I don't have all these statistics with me, but I do have the list of countries. So, we didn't want to be in the Western Hemisphere. Okay. Because it kind of, the time difference is, is crazy. It's kind of hard to get back to America yeah. if you want to or need to, or to have people come and visit you. So we wanted to stay on this side of the world. So you're pretty much talking South America, Central America, or North America. Okay. Which Canada, of course, out of the question, It's too cold. My wife's not having it. I don't want to live in the cold either. I'm retiring. I don't want to have to shovel snow.
1: My grandpa's from Quebec.
0: Ooh. Well, I'm from Detroit, so. Oh, okay. That's across the street from Canada.
1: Okay. Right across the street.
0: Across, it's literally a bridge away. You can see Canada from Detroit downtown. Wait, really? Yeah, for real. That's
1: how you know I've never been anywhere.
0: That sucks. Well, you went to TSU?
1: And what does that mean?
0: <laughs> That's like twenty minutes from here. Anyways.
1: And you y'all all
0: travel, you know, on a team. You've been to places people don't want to go, like Alabama,
1: Mississippi, Ew. Arkansas,
0: yeah, Oklahoma, yeah.
1: Louisiana. That's
0: it. Shout out to Mississippi, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Alabama because we may have listeners from there. So I'm not dumping on your cities or your towns, your little shanty towns. (laughs) 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 Okay, so our top five countries Peru, Costa Rica, Panama, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Belize. That's six countries so based on all the factors of how much stuff costs how easy it is to get in and out that is our list now we may have some people from those places and they'll go absolutely not that's terrible but hey this is based on our limited research from here of course we will want to visit those places yeah you know before you set roots down so yeah, Peru is top on the list, followed by Costa Rica and Panama. That's the top three. So
1: sounds fabulous.
0: It does. Preferably somewhere with a. I mean, it's, it's a ton of beach in these these cities. I want a beach. Countries. I don't care. don't oh, know, That's I the go. criteria. I want a beach. In beach.
1: So a I think ni- warm weather. Nice clear water.
0: I'm the sure England has my, England has a beach.
1: Uh, sure. Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere that has a beach.
0: She said South Africa, England, Panama. I They don't all care. have beaches.
1: The beach is my happy place, and if I'm in my happy place, I'm okay. good.
0: So, you got this stuff beforehand. What would you like to retire, Coach? Maddie.
1: Uh, it's really hard. There's too many good places. Of and course. I haven't been anywhere, so I don't know. I've never been out of the country.
0: You haven't done extensive research?
1: I have not. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I haven't done my YouTube research. <laughs> but think aruba sounds great aruba aruba sounds great but i don't know if i would want to be that far
0: okay let's look up aruba okay is there anything good about aruba
1: i will be there in june
0: that's what's
1: good about it
0: (laughs) oh so you already got your vacation planned out i did so in aruba after all the pd is done right
1: (laughs) sure (laughs) sure
0: Okay, statistics about Aruba. Best island vacation and getaway destination.
1: See that word? Best.
0: But that's from the aruba.com website. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: worry. They tell you right there. It's like, the best.
0: Oh, just come here.
1: Yeah, we're the best.
0: So, of course, we're going to go to the place where you find the best research and all of the answers to your questions.
1: Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, here we go. Uh, yep, a whole bunch of stuff nobody cares about. Unlike much of the Caribbean region, Aruba has a dry climate in an arid or desert cactus-strewn landscape. So you want to be with the cacti.
1: Sounds hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds really hot. Culture. Aruba has a very culture, according to the Bureau of what? I don't even know what, what that is. So, Aruba.
1: I mean, sounds pretty good.
0: Sounds pretty good. I think so too.
1: Once I get a little bit more travel under my belt, I could give you a for sure answer.
0: <laughs> okay, so for our next number of the day, some people know where that's from. That's actually from another YouTuber 23 million. So, this could kind of be two numbers. You know already what this article is about. So a billionaire brought this town in Colorado. And no one knows what this billionaire plans to do with the town. So everybody's kind of like weird about it. But it got me to thinking, if a billionaire bought the town that I stay in, right, of course not Houston or Missouri City, what small town? would I move to if this billionaire was buying it? or like if I lived in a small town, where would it be? You know, kind of we're working in that area, that realm. Right. So coach Maddie already has some thoughts here. So we're going to let her go first.
1: So with this billionaire, right. I'm picking someone fine because mm-hmm. why not? They'd be around and look at them all the time. Mm-hmm. So I candy.
0: Who said they were going to be around?
1: They're going to buy it. Their face is going to be everywhere. Come on now. Okay. They bought the whole town.
0: In your theoretical small town. Yes. My all right.
1: theoretical small town. Their <laughs> face will be everywhere.
0: Okay.
1: Let me tell you who it is.
0: I think the people want to know who it is.
1: Okay. I have to give people what they want. Yes. Jack Dorsey.
0: Okay. Jack Dorsey.
1: He's the Twitter guy.
0: Oh, okay. I'm like, who the heck is that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's a Twitter guy. Definitely fine. Definitely a fine billionaire. Oh,
0: and he has a pretty good beard, too.
1: It's the beard for me.
0: Really, a beard person? You like beards? Well, I don't have a beard, and I'll (laughs) never be able to grow one. And my wife's cool with that. So that's awesome. No beard for me, but I do have a person. And I'm picking this person because I obviously don't know him. But he is the owner of the L.A. Clippers. Do you know who it is?
1: I don't. I don't know his name. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name.
0: All right. This guy is totally invested. Like, he bought the Clippers, and he didn't just sit and print money, but he actually turned that organization around from inside out. So from the attitude, from the colors, from the uniforms, to the people that were in charge, he really turned this – organization that was really a doorstep in the second largest market in the country into a a household name maybe okay at least a respected name and that is Steve Ballmer because I believe Steve Ballmer obviously he has the money anybody that we pick will have the money of course but this guy has the attitude of I'm going to make this town, right, and with my air coats, this town is going to be, it's going to have a name. It's going to make a name for itself. And this town is going to be founded on something. Now, of course, he would then put the right people in place, smart people in place who know what they're doing. Because that's one of the traits that a leader has is they'll put people in place that know the things that they don't know. And so you're not just relying on the things that you know. Now you got Coach Maddie over here who's great with softball, and you got Coach Franklin over here that's great with basketball, and I'm not going to name any other coaches. Uh oh my boy uh Coach Donovan. Shout out to Donovan from episode 6. Coach Donovan's great with football and basketball. So like you start to hire people and then they can start to uh, put the right things in place so that y'all can be successful. So I think Steve Ballmer would definitely do that for our town. He'll hire the best architects. He will hire the best, I don't know, construction engineers, right? The people who build the roads. Yeah, you got to yeah. have somebody build it. Yeah. You got to have a good mayor.
1: <laughs> Not Mark <anymore> for mayor. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: No doubt. I would not vote for you, but I would like to have you in the cabinet.
1: All right. Okay. I'll take it.
0: Future mayor.
1: I'll take
0: it. There we go. Right. We got to have somebody show you the ropes. Yeah. Like a mentor.
1: My <laughs> favorite mentor.
0: <laughs> so, I'm um, Coach Maddie's mentor. So, that that's why that's funny. So, you can laugh now. I'll give you five seconds. Uh-huh. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely Steve Bomber. Would take my town and make it over. What do you think? Uh, where would your town be?
1: Um, probably somewhere south Texas because it needs help. Ooh. It needs help.
0: You're so philanthropic.
1: It needs help. I've lived there there all my life. It needs help. A lot of help.
0: So, what part of South Texas are we talking? Like Victoria? How'd you know? That was a guess.
1: It, it was a good guess. I yeah. just see
0: Victoria on 59. <laughs> you just look at the signs. <laughs> I don't know anything about South Texas. Okay, tell us.
1: But yeah, definitely. I'll Victoria first. Victoria first. It needs help. It's where I'm from. But there's nothing to do. Mm. Nothing at all. Um, it's just... I mean, it's not too small to where it becomes... Like everyone knows every single person, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's still small enough, but mm-hmm. the educational system. Thumbs down. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It needs a little help, but I just, on that aspect, the underappreciation appreciation of education.
0: All right. Shout out to Victoria, Texas. Steve Ballmer is going to buy your town. Yes. Or what? Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey have a lot of Gen Z running around Oh no Twitter. No no Gen Z You know what? Shout out to Gen Z Shout out to all my supporters, no matter what generation you're born in Okay, so we've got our town, we know where we're going to retire Now, we're going to kick it up a little bit We're going to throw some some spice here The next number here 36 and not just the number 36 right so 36 bills in legislature have specifically targeted not letting transgender youth play on teams matching their gender identity right so if you have transitioned to from a boy to a girl Or vice versa. So if you're going from boy to girl, you can't play on girl teams. And we're talking about that because recently, uh, well, obviously, that's something that's that's happening from different states where some people are allowing it. Some states are not. Uh, But Caitlyn Jenner came out and was against it, even though this person is transgender. Bruce Jenner competed in the 1976 Olympics, if I am correct.
1: I think you're right, 76.
0: Yep. To have somebody who's been an advocate for the transgender community come out and say that, it opened up a lot of eyes. Maddie Marik he is a coach in a girls' or women's sport, so she'd be the perfect person to ask. And then I'll chime in. It's,
1: it's a touchy subject. Of course. It's a touchy subject. There's been, you know, different articles here and there talking about well this is why they shouldn't or this is why it has no effect which is hard to kind of determine which one is facts mm-hmm. it's kind of hard with anything nowadays but just to kind of determine the facts but they say that they shouldn't because there's still levels of testosterone right. in the body so that would be an advantage mm-hmm. and some studies say that there is no advantage wow Talking health teacher right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the testosterone helps to build muscle, correct? Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, do you think having more muscle helps you in most sports?
1: Of course, <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> That's rhetorical Muscle's
1: always good.
0: Yes. So, what do you think?
1: I would say no. I'd be, I'd kind of be on the caitlin Jenner route. I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think there is a little bit of an advantage there. Whether that's true or not, personally, I would think that there would be an advantage there. Right. But just talking about growth-wise and, again, those testosterone levels, building muscle, mm. things like that.
0: Right. So there's also a an article or story that came out on ESPN where this high school girl, I think in the northeast part of the country, and she made this statement that was... I mean, they really stood out, and she said, "I know running against these other two girls that I don't have a chance. The best I can hope for is third place, because they were born as boys." I was like, "Man!" And so that's been a a battle, because of all of the things Coach Maddie just explained. Where you know, if you've been a boy for the first twelve years of your life you've been growing like a boy you've been building muscle like a boy Mm -hmm. and so to think that you can undo that you know over a summer or two it just doesn't seem it doesn't pass the, the smell test it doesn't pass the common sense test no so i mean obviously i feel like i'm on the same train as as Coach Maddie where I feel like, okay, you I don't I don't know where you should compete, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be against the girls. No. Because I believe that they will have an unfair advantage as well.
1: Yeah, and with all of like I said, those different levels and things, it's also growth too. I can see there being a big advantage there. But then there's you have those girls that could run circles around guys all day. And right. So there there is some out there that have you know it hasn't had a big impact they're not competing at the top of their level but that's be just because everyone else is good
0: right so where do you think that because you do see a lot of girls and boys compete in the same sports together especially early on so where do you think that that gap starts to to happen
1: i don't know i don't know it's just that's hard it's hard to pinpoint where it all kind of mm-hmm. comes from. I mean, well, you grew up playing sports. softball, mm-hmm.
0: which is uh, similar to baseball. Yeah. And so I I would think that there's some crossover, especially early on.
1: Yeah, like as kids, you know, like T-ball is played with guys and girls. And then you have some girls that have grown up playing baseball all their lives. Mm-hmm. And then like when high school comes around and college comes around, they have to transition to softball. softball. right. So just little things like that. And I know like sometimes with basketball, like, you know, these younger leagues are all played together. Same mm-hmm. thing with soccer. and But there is a point where there has to be a transition, especially in high school, to the difference, either the women's sport.
0: Right. And I mean, I guess high school would kind of be that, you know once you start to reach those teenage years, like fourteen fifteen years old, oftentimes that's when the guy's growth will start to pick mm-hmm. up, and then you start to gain you know more muscle and now of course, obviously there are some people that are much smaller, yeah, but for the average person, you know that growth starts to pick up, and then you know start to put on it more muscle more mass, mm-hmm. and then uh you know the height weight difference, and uh you know the speed starts to change. And so, you know, that's definitely, uh, um, you know, us both being high school teachers, you probably have some people skill wise that you think, oh, yeah, they can run with anybody, boys, girls, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. You probably have some softball girls who have seen or it may have been someone who played softball and was like, it doesn't really I could hit off guys, too. Yeah. Well, I could catch I could play third base with with anybody, put anybody out here and we'll be fine.
1: I wish that was
0: me. I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt.
1: Third base squad.
0: So, but, you know, there are always some mm, exceptions. Yeah. But normally, right? Most of us land in the middle part of the bell Mm -hmm. curve. And so I thought that was very interesting just to see that. And then being a high school teacher and a high school coach, And just being someone who plays basketball myself and seeing girls that can hoop. Like I got a friend and she's also a teacher, ironically. And uh, when I went to U of H and I coached a club team, we would have practice. And then afterwards, I would take uh, four of the girls or women because we're all in college. And I would just run with guys, run against guys. And we would win. I mean, JT, Uh, we had two Angies that were nice point guards. Um, We had Shannon. She had some height on her. So we would – Shelby. Like, I had some girls that was hoopers. Yeah. So you can see there are exceptions, and there are people where the skill – like, if my skill is on a great level, and then even if I'm playing guys that are on a low to mediocre level – some of those girls could run circles around those guys, not some, a lot of them. But you, if you look at the elite of the guys, I mean, that's when you start to get to people that's like 6'5, six, 6'6, six, mm-hmm. six, and they are like the super athletes that other super athletic guys cannot stay with. So you start to see a, a separation and a difference there that becomes, you know, a, a disadvantage, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's fine. Enough with the heavy stuff, right? Right. <laughs> hey, what about a baby shower?
1: <laughs> Babies.
0: So my wife and I just had a baby shower. She was on episode two. My wife Kia, episode two, great podcast. Should go check it out. But we had our baby shower on May first. That's our number, May first. What is that? Uh, April showers bring May flowers.
1: Bring May flowers.
0: Yeah, so we got some mayflowers, and we got two people whose birthdays are in May. Gemini, 22nd. How that me? No. No. <laughs> no. Terrible. I
1: mean, May 17th. May go. 17th. That's that's the day right there.
0: Yeah. So you're what like a uh Aries or Taurus or something? Mm-hmm. Which one? My brother's a Taurus cuz he's born in uh April. April eighteenth. Okay. My dad's April sixteenth. It's so many April birthdays in my family. It's crazy. So, yeah, baby shower was cool. Uh, It actually rained.
1: That was the day that it was. Yeah. Pretty nasty out there.
0: Yeah, it was ugly. So, I know when it rains on your wedding, that's supposed to be good luck. And so, I don't really believe in luck. Uh, You know. Come on now. I don't really believe in luck. I believe in Jesus.
1: <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah.
0: I know things happen that are out of our control. I just don't like to chalk it up to luck.
1: We call it fate. You believe in fate? Fate? Yep. Ah uh, Destiny? Hmm. Or just God's plan?
0: That's a great question. hmm What do you think? Uh fate, destiny. Like everything that everything that's gonna happen is already set in order yeah. in place. Sure. Yeah. That sounds good. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right.
1: Yeah. It's our it's already paved for us. So that could be fate, but it's also in the plan.
0: So does that does that mean we have like no control over
1: I mean, I guess we have control to some extent, but I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I don't know. You brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think it is our destiny to call it a podcast, but first today in history. So on this day, May 5th. The year 2000, the Sun, Earth, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn align. Earth's moon is also almost in this alignment, leading to doomsday predictions of massive natural disasters. Although such a grand confluence occurs about once, Every century. I'm talking about Y2K. So, I remember when Y2K came up. Right, it's 1999, and they're like, "Oh, year 2000, like everything's gonna die." I guess I don't know. It was like a, it was like Terminator, like Rise of the Machines. So I remember my grandmother buying a lot of canned goods. Filling up a lot of gallons with water, you know the milk jugs that you bought the vitamin D, filling them up with water and she was really preparing for everything to go dark like electronics to shut down it was just looking back on it it was so silly, but obviously this was something that was very you know scary for a lot of people so may fifth two thousand it's when everything lined up in the doomsday predictions occurred. Okay, so I am your host, Tony Rambles, and I'm signing out for... That's your cue.
1: Oh. <laughs> Coach Natty Marek.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's
1: how I say it. Every time I say it that's the professional aspect
0: okay so guess what like follow subscribe share support and share this podcast with your buddies because it's awesome please do i am your host tony Ramos, and i'll see you in the next one